Today, we all share a common quest in the short term, and that quest is to use whatever you have to help whoever you can. In the short term, the role that brands and businesses can play is to bring help, bring aid in whatever way that they can. And as Maya Angelou observed, people will forget what you say. They'll sometimes forget even what you do, but they will never forget how you make them feel. And that has never been truer than it is today. And how brands and businesses make people feel in this period of time will determine in great part their long-term success. This is Julie Masters and you are listening to The Next Right Thing, a mini-series from the Inside Influence team designed to provide some actionable certainty in uncertain times. Specifically, due to the lockdown that has resulted from the COVID-19 pandemic. Now the idea behind this series, and we'll see where this series goes, it could turn into something else, um, all feedback welcome, but for the moment the idea is to go out to some of the most popular guests we've ever had on Inside Influence and ask them one question. What are the most important things you are focusing on right now or advising your clients to focus on? Either tools, ideas or strategies that you know for sure work in uncertain times. Now the intention is that somewhere in there from these incredible minds, you will find the inspiration that you need for your next right thing. For this first episode, there was there was only one person on my mind, Ty Montague, founder at Co-Collective and author of True Story, How to Combine Story and Action to Transform Your Business. Now, using his own words, Ty considers himself to be a traditional advertising refugee. Having decided to pivot, I don't know if any of you recognize that word from conversations recently, his entire career when he noticed and couldn't explain why Starbucks could be on every single corner yet not spend a single dollar on traditional advertising. Ty took that one moment in time, that one notice, that one question, and went on to build a philosophy, a methodology, and a company, and a global reputation on the answer. All based around one premise, that if you want to stand out, build trust and engage your target market, particularly when there is no business as usual to be found, then you need to shift from storytelling to story doing. So how do we do that? In this conversation, we talk about pivoting the quest, knowing when to double down on your messaging and when to change direction, the importance and the process of defining a few transformative actions to focus on in uncertainty, and why these two questions should be on a post-it note above your desk right now. Question number one, when this crisis is over, what story do I want people to tell about me and or my company? And question number two, what story do I want to tell myself about myself? Now, other than those two questions, and that would, that would be enough, what I want you to reflect on here is that those that are doing it well right now, and you'll hear Ty talk about a couple of examples of brands that are doing it really well, those that are doing it great are not necessarily changing direction. But what they're doing is they're finding ways to take their existing mission or quest and expanding it to include community, to include connection, and to include a wider purpose for existing, both right now during this period and in the long term. Now, if you want to dig even further into Tyne's insanely smart mind, and please just do yourself a favor, do so. 
and definitely investigate story doing as a concept, you can hunt down our previous conversation, which I believe is episode number 69. You can also find his book on Amazon. Highly recommended. I think in the first conversation we had, I said it should be on every marketing MBA must read list. I still believe that to be true. So I'll say it once again, the sound quality isn't always amazing in these in these episodes. They're done quick, they're done fast, and they're done with one intention in mind to bring you great quality information. So just ride with us here as, as we show up at a time when we feel like this information is necessary. Other than that, and staying well and looking after each other, I really genuinely hope that somewhere in here you find the fuel that you need for your next right thing. Welcome back to the podcast, Ty Montague. Ah, so nice to be back. Thank you. Glad to see you're safe and well. Okay, so the the intention of the next right thing, different a little bit to the other podcast that I do, Inside Influence, is we're just going to jump straight into into breast hacks here. With the intention being that what are you, what are you and all your brilliance in the team at Co Collective? What are you focusing on right now? What are you advising your your huge clients? to focus on right now in relation to to the work that you do and the hope that somebody, a CEO, an entrepreneur, anybody can listen to this and go, right, there's one thing. There's one thing that we can do today that can be our next right thing. So uh, at Co-Collective, we help our clients um, on a pathway to transformation to become more purpose-led. And that is a process that take some time. Um, you know, we call what we do quest development. We help leadership teams define and align on the quest, which is a, you know, 10 year proposition. So that's thinking long term. And I think the way we're talking to our clients is, or what we're telling our clients is that today, you know, uh, we all share a common quest in the short term. And that quest is to use whatever you have to help whoever you can. Um, in other words, in the short term, what the, the, the role that brands and businesses can play is to bring help, bring aid, um, in whatever way that they can. And that's going to be different for every company. Every company needs to use, you know, we, we think of it as two primary filters to decide what activities are appropriate during this time. The first is, you know, what what can you actually offer? What is your area of expertise? And second, what are your values? And what is your belief system? And using those two filters, we then help, we're helping clients develop a set of short-term objectives to bring aid. Um, and, you know, that's important in the short term because people need help urgently in some cases, but it's also important for businesses in the long term because as Maya Angelou observed, people will forget what you say. They'll sometimes forget even what you do, but they will never forget how you make them feel. And that has never been truer than it is today. And, and how brands and businesses make people feel in this period of time will determine in, in great part their long-term success. And so there are lots of, of really interesting examples of, of, of companies pivoting, using their expertise, but applying it in an entirely new, uh, new way to, to do what they can to help. I was just about to ask you if you've got any examples of companies that are just 
doing it well right now and and I think doing it well looks very different than it than it used to look just a few weeks ago you know doing it well now looks like exactly as you said how how are we making people feel how are we contributing to a conversation how are we tying our story into the stories of the people we're trying to reach as opposed to you know how are we shifting shifting product or service at scale so do you have some examples of those that are just doing it really well yeah, we, you know, the world is full of them right now. And, you know, not many of these companies are not our clients, but they're just doing a great job. One one company that is a client I'll start with is Under Armour, and they have, um, you know, put significant resource behind making masks, which makes sense. Under Armour is a shoe and apparel company. The Baltimore area needs masks. And so Under Armour has pivoted their considerable, you know, manufacturing resources to producing masks for the you know first responders and healthcare workers um, in the in the Baltimore area. So it's it's big actions and small actions that just help people um, know that you're there for them in a meaningful way using the tools that you have. And um, if you do that if you do that quickly and you do it clearly, um, you can you can create a lot of, of positive action in the world, which is the most important part, but you can also create a lot of positive emotion. I wanted to, I just want to drill out down while you were talking there, the, this word kept coming into my head, which was to articulate. You know, a lot of the conversations that I've been having with, with CEOs and business owners over the past couple of weeks, like we just, we, we had a quest, you know, to use your, to use your language. We had a quest. Um, we, we don't want to lose it. Um, we and we know that we need to pivot now, so we somehow need to take the quest that we had and articulate it in such a way that it is relevant now, but it will still be relevant on the other side of this, that we haven't pivoted so far with our quest that it's no longer relevant to anybody when we come out of this and we've lost the momentum that we that we were building prior to. Do you have any guidance around that, around just articulating your quest differently during this time? Well, that's that's why, you know, the way we articulate that is you have to pivot from the quest that you've been pursuing. You need to pause it. You're not throwing it away. And you are joining a larger quest, which is now the, a global quest for humanity to use whatever you have to help whomever you can. That's the way we articulate it is for a short period of time, we all have a new quest. And um, that doesn't mean we're not going to go back to our usual uh, our bu- you know, business in the future, but it means that in the short term, you know, we're, we're moving to a war footing and we are um, you know, throwing uh, the rule book out and we are going to roll up our sleeves and do whatever we can to help. But you have to filter that through the same set of values that you express through your, your everyday quest, your normal you know, the, 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 the positive change that you're trying to make in the world through the products and services that you make. So an example would be, you know, companies like Tesla, brilliant manufacturing companies, their quest is to um, accelerate the clean, sustainable electric economy. They've pivoted to making uh, ventilators and ventilators have nothing to do with creating a clean, sustainable electric future, except that they save lives and saving lives is the only way that we get to any kind of a future. And so it's sort of a, it's, it's a short term and very urgent 
um, so, you know, uh, problem that needs to be solved. And Tesla is using the resources that they have and the brain power that they've amassed and the manufacturing capability they've amassed to address, you know, the issue of our time. You've talked a lot, and we've talked a lot about um, the difference between storytelling and story doing. And there are you know, there are storytelling companies, and there are story doing companies. And you've done some incredible research, I know. Um, anybody that's listening, if you go back to our previous conversation, we'll we'll dig out the episode number for you, and and have a listen to that. We, we talk about some of those stats, but you've done some incredible research around the different results that company get if they can companies get if they can pivot from storytelling to story doing can you just explain briefly the difference there and what you're seeing story doing companies doing at the moment during this time sure um well the the, the way we define the difference is you know a traditional most legacy businesses businesses that you know have been around for more than let's say 25 years um, are what we call storyteller businesses because they grew up in the mass media age. They grew up when uh, brands were built using the mechanism uh, generally of, of paid media and specifically of television. And so brands became, uh, you know, those businesses are actually kind of built for a mass media environment. And they're very used to launching new products and new services and using the mechanism of paid media to get the news out about those the, those the, those products and services. But there's a new kind of company in the world. We call them story doers who actually spend very little on paid media because they lavish attention on creating innovation in the customer experience. So they, they align on some kind of higher purpose that they are pursuing in the world. We call it a quest. And then they make that quest real in their customer experience through the products that they make, the services that they provide, in some cases, their business model. And they go out of their way to create delight in their customer experience. When they do that successfully, they light up the medium of people. People tell their story to all of their friends. And so it's a much more efficient model, you know, and some of the some of these companies have gotten very big and very successful. Starbucks is a story doer. Tesla is a story doer. Red Bull is a story doing company. So there are many just large global businesses today, but they all share the attribute that they have a positive, there's positive change that they're trying to make in the world. And they do that through innovative experience. Now, if I'm a, I'm a leader in any, in any context, and I'm about to go into, into a meeting today, usually via Zoom at the moment, and I'm, I've listened to what you've just said, and I'm thinking, okay, we need, to, we need to take our focus away from storytelling, and we need to move it into story doing. What's the question that I asked during that meeting? What's the, what's the question that I posed to my team? What's the, what am I asking them to do or think about or, or start exploring? Well, it starts with what do we want to stand for um, forever? You need to understand what 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 your higher purpose is as a business and beyond creating shareholder value. All businesses exist to or all for profit businesses exist to make money. And so the first question is, what do we what do we want to stand for? What is the what is the positive change that we want to make in the world overall? And then how how would we apply that, you know, the skill sets we have, the, the, the resources that we have, and using our, our uh, 
our values, how would we apply that in the current environment? What good can we do uh, that helps pe- make people's lives better in the short term? Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great time for story doing businesses because story doing businesses tend to be action oriented. They do rather than say. You've talked about defining a few iconic and transformative actions to focus on. Now, I think that's, that's important in business as usual. And that's, that's never more important in times of uncertainty, you know, defining these are the iconic transformative actions we are focusing on right now. Yeah. How, and this is a sticky one. How do you, how do you select those? In times of uncertainty, how do you pick the ones, right? We're going to double down on these when you have very little information. Yeah. I mean, what what we're saying to our clients again is look at look at the resources that you have and look hard at your values. What do you want to stand for? When this crisis is over, what stories do you want people to be telling about you? This is a time for CEOs and leadership teams to really reflect on what do we what do we stand for as a business beyond making money and what do we want to stand for in the minds of the entire world when all of this is over and then and then take take the actions that you know that you can take you know think about the things that you know that you can do well that are going to help both in the short term and long term um, using you know your your expertise and also your value system. I'm going gonna, gonna to finish with the, a question that I'm loving asking at the moment, just because you know the people that we've got back on this series are the are the brains that that I basically just want to drain. I'm going to brain drain you right now. <laughs> um, what's the what's the next right thing that you're focusing on right now? And it could be as a leader, it could be as a human being, it could be as a parent. Yeah, well, I'm spending a lot of time. Obviously, um, you know, we're we're a, a project-based business. We're 50 people, so we're not a big company. We're we have one office in New York, and we're spending a lot of time. My partners and I, um, trying to make sure that our our community at Co is is solid and people are feeling cared for and safe. And we're also trying to figure out how we we can do our story in this environment what what do we have that we can offer what help can we offer and so one of the actions that we have taken is to offer um two hours of free consultation to anyone big company or small or individual around how to respond specifically based on their you know their set of circumstances to this time it's just been very inspiring to watch the community come together, the co-community come together, have ideas like that, put them into action and see them actually begin to work for the people, for the, you know, for the companies that come and talk to us. And, and, um, you know, hopefully long-term for co we're not charging for the sessions at all, but we're, we're hoping that that creates some goodwill. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for everything that you're contributing. And and I'm probably just going to pull you in on another podcast at some point in the future. You're so welcome. And I would love to do that. I enjoy these sessions. So thank you for inviting me back. I really appreciate it. And please stay safe. Mm -hmm.